Well, hello, hello, my good friends. This is S. Anthony. And it's the S. Anthony Says Podcast. You know what, guys? I want to talk to you about something. And somebody said something to me a little while ago. Uh, he pulled up an old phrase, and he brought it up, and he thought it was apropos. And it was kind of true. He's having a hard time with his family and with some other things going on. And he said, you know, man, familiarity, man, familiarity breeds contempt. It's true. And that's one of those things that's very, very, very true. Familiarity really does breed contempt. It does. But I think that it should expand upon that a little bit. And it should be familiarity breeds contempt with your family and your spouse. Because those are the people, if you really notice about, really notice, are the ones that you have the most contempt for. (laughs) Right? Because your friends, you actually chose them. You chose your friends. They had to go through a screening process. You had to actually look at them from afar. You didn't do it consciously. You didn't go, I'm going to actually watch this person to decide if this person can be a friend of mine at some point in the future. No, you didn't do that. You just lived your life. And over the course of time, subconsciously, they were going through many tests. You You were giving them tests and they passed those tests and they became a friend of yours. That's how it works, my friends. They went through a screening process. They passed the test. They got at least a B, and they were put into the group called My Friends. Someone I like to hang around with. Someone whose company I enjoy. Someone who I can enjoy for short spurts, and then they go to their house, and I go to my house, and that's it. Yeah. Someone who's always on their best behavior, or their most fun behavior when they're around me. Someone who I'm close enough to, to have fun with, but far enough away from where I can go, come on man, shut the fuck up. You know? When they're a friend of yours, you can say things like that to them, but they don't take it personally. Shut the fuck up, man. Hey, shut the fuck up, fuck you. Ha, ha, ha. They don't take things personally because they're not related to you. They don't take things personally because they're not married to you. They don't take things personally because they're not living with you. They're friends. You know? Friends. So you have familiarity with them, but not so much that it breeds the actual contempt that we speak of. On the other hand, you have family. And unlike your friends, your friends will go away sometimes. Sometimes you might not see your friend for a couple of weeks. Sometimes you might not see your friend for a month. Sometimes when you do see your friend, it's for a very short period of time. You'll high-five each other. You'll have a great time. And you have enough space between each other where actual things can happen that you have something to talk about. But not with your family. See, your family is always there. Your spouse is always there there so there you go you can't help but be around this person you know when you see your friends they're already dressed they're groomed they're ready to roll when you see your spouse it's in the morning their breath stinks and so does their attitude right you don't have to fight with your friends over the bathroom your friends don't get mad at you if you want to watch television and they went to bed right you don't have kids with your friends you don't have little kids jumping into the bed and fighting. I was in the bed first with daddy and you never, you never, you don't have to deal with that crap. See, kids are great when they're there for short periods of time. I'm the best uncle on the planet. My nephews and nieces love me. They can't get enough of Uncle S. They can't, even though, even though that they're a, a couple of them are adults now, young adults. They can't get enough of me. They think I'm the greatest thing in the world. Can I borrow a couple bucks? Yeah, take it. Can I, can I borrow your car? Not a problem. Can I, hey, he's the greatest. Because this is a very short period of time. But when there was a time when my sister had to go out of town and I had to had her kids for a while and I had them for long periods of time, like days at a time, I wanted to shoot them all. 
Okay, I didn't want to shoot them all. Okay, I did want to shoot them. It was with a rubber band and I didn't do it, but I wanted to. Because kids will try to kill each other. And at that point in time, I don't give a shit if you try to kill each other over there at somebody else's house. But when you're in my house all day long and all night long and I have to watch your little punk asses, now I care. See, when they were only over my house for an hour and a half, it never occurred to them when they were younger to stick needles in the electric sockets. But when they were over my house for a couple days at a time, they were going, hey, wait a second. You've already destroyed mom's house. Let's destroy Uncle Les's house too. Familiarity. Bred the contempt that made them not think of my house as a place that we go to enjoy ourselves. It became more of a home to them. And when it became more of a home to them, they wanted to destroy it because kids like destroying things. When you go out on a date with someone and you're trying them out, everything's great, man. You're having a great time. She's looking good. You're looking good. She's smelling good. You're smelling good. And then you start to get to know each other. And then all of a sudden, things that you would let slide by, you don't let them slide by anymore. She might say something dumb and you go, Psst. and she go, what did you go Psst for? Uh, I don't know. I just can't believe you said that. Under normal circumstances, when you were trying to impress her, you would have let that slide. You would have shut your mouth because you were familiar with her, familiar enough with her to get to go out on a date, but you were distant enough where you know, I don't really want to say that. But not now, Jack. Now you're close enough where you don't mind letting her know that you think what she said was stupid. Right? When you were dating, in the beginning, everything was like that. You become boyfriend and girlfriend, she doesn't mind snapping at you in front of her friends and making you feel like a douchebag for doing something. She'll blast you. She'll wait for an opportunity to embarrass your punk ass. Oh, yes, she will. I've been there. And you'll do the same thing to her. And how about you married people? Come on, you're there all the time. You're very familiar with each other. And Lord knows you have contempt. Lord knows you know you've walked past each other and wish you had laser beams in your eyeballs to burn that motherfucker to the ground. You know you did. You know if there was a, the power of spontaneous combustion and you had control of it, you'd have set that mother sucker on fire and burnt his ass up or burnt her ass up. And you know it. Because you're so familiar with each other. Because you can't get away from each other. Because you're so familiar with each other that you know everything about the other person. There's nothing to talk about. You don't have enough distance between each other to live some life and do some things that you can bring back to the table and go, this is some interesting stuff that happened to me. Really? Yes, let's talk about it. But you don't have that anymore, do you? No. Because you're too familiar with each other. You live in the same house. You use the same bathroom. And if you've ever lived with a woman or lived with a man, you know what I'm talking about. You get used to their smells. And I'm not talking about that good smell when they get out the shower and you just want to tie them to the bed and rub your face on them. I'm not talking about that good smell. I'm talking about that, oh God, how can a woman that fine do this to the bathroom? Damn. Jesus Christ. Does she have like eight dead bodies and eight corpses crammed in her ass or something? What the hell happened up in here? Right? And she walks into the bathroom after you, she goes out and buys a hazmat suit and you're pissed off at her. What you trying to say? Why'd you, why'd you have, you know, I know how much a hazmat suit costs. So you're going to break our budget to buy a hazmat suit just to make a point that my ass stinks up the bathroom? Well, fuck you then. And by the way, your mother's a whore. Come on, familiarity breeds contempt. Let's keep it real here. Right? At some point when you're together, one of you will take over the house. 
that one of you that takes over the house is not the one with the nuts. It's the one that controls the one with the nuts. It's the woman that will take over the house. And as a guy, you can't stand that shit. You know what you like your house to look at, look like and to have in your house. But guess what? All of that shit is out. If your friend moved in with you, your friend wouldn't try to make you move all these stuff out. Even if it was a female friend sharing an apartment on the other side, she would just do her shit over there and you would do your shit over here. I've lived with women before. I've lived with women who were girlfriends and I've lived with women who were just friends of mine sharing a place. She did her female crap over there. I did my male crap over here and that was cool. We divided everything up and your, your stuff is over there and my stuff is over here. You did. You live your life. I live my life and even we're friends and we'd come together. Hey, want to watch a movie and kick it? Yeah, haha. And we watch a movie. We weren't, we weren't romantic. Romantically involved, we were just friends. We were cool. I've had girlfriends that did that, right? We had we had this. We stayed in the same bedroom. Basically, if you actually walked into the bedroom, half of the room looked like the way I wanted it, and the other half looked like she wanted it. And I just basically acquiesced to letting her do whatever she wanted to do in the bathroom. I didn't give a crap because I was almost never in there. I went in there and let stuff out of myself, washed myself off, brushed my teeth, and got the hell out of there. She's the one that spent all the time in the bathroom, so I let her do whatever the hell she wanted in there. And that was good. Until all of a sudden she decided she wanted to change the whole bedroom. She didn't like the way it was anymore. Mm, no. And then she wanted to put all flowers on all the damn dishes. She didn't like the regular plates. No, she didn't want that. No. I started noticing a change. All of a sudden, some of the things I used to do that were so cute and funny, oh, they weren't funny anymore. Oh, everybody else thought they were funny. She didn't think they were funny. Mm-hmm. Friends would give friends of hers would give me compliments about stuff. She didn't want to hear that. She'd have to knock those compliments down a little bit. Why would you knock down compliments that somebody's giving you, dude? Why? Hmm? Why? Cause she started becoming a little too damn familiar with me. And then the contempt started showing up. And you know as a man that you the contempt is showing up, because this woman was fun, was delicious, beautiful sister, big boobs, big butt. Not that I want to objectify her, but damn, she had big boobs and the big butt, and she was fine. We, whew. Let me think about it. I'm just gonna be this is the podcast is gonna be silent for about five seconds. I'm gonna think about her naked for a minute. Good God, that was some good stuff. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. She started to take over. The, she took. I, I made the mistake. I let her have the bathroom. Then she took over the bedroom. And all of a sudden, the bedroom was all about her. And not in the way that I don't mind when the bedroom's all about her when we're naked and doing stuff. But that's a different story. And all of a sudden, the living room, all my stuff was starting to slowly move away. All my stuff in the kitchen was starting to get out of there. All of a sudden, she started putting stuff in my car. We both had cars. Why is all your crap, why is some of your crap in my car? You don't really even drive my car. We both have new cars. You don't need to drive my car. Sometimes you do on the way back from a place. If it's my turn, we're going to use my car. But all of a sudden, you started nesting in my, and now I said, wait a second. She started getting a little too familiar. All of a sudden, she started being a little more mean to me. All of a sudden, I would look at that delicious body and I didn't want any of it. I was like, yeah, she's naked, but now I'm cool. 
under normal circumstances, when I first saw that woman naked, I she would show she would show like a little teeny bit of elbow, and I'm going, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tear that elbow up. Look at that, look at the elbow on that girl. Look at that earlobe, girl. I'm gonna do some stuff with the earlobe. Oh, she's wearing sandals. Look at that little pinky toe, girl. I'm gonna put put that barbecue sauce on that pinky toe, girl. You don't even understand what I'm about to do to your ass. But after a while, the same woman, I wanted to put some barbecue sauce on her pinky toe and tear up her elbow and slurp on her earlobe. The same woman, I wanted to do that stuff too. I didn't want her in the room with me. I used to be upset when her friends would call up and want to get in on the time. That was This is my time with my woman. You had her all day long at work. You going to call the house? I used to get upset. She used to look at me and wait for me to roll my eyes and be upset when one of her friends would call because I was I was annoyed that they were sucking up my time with her. And now, because of the familiarity and the contempt that started to build up when her friend would call, I'd be like, ha ha! <laughs> Why did you go ha ha and slam the desk? I, I, I definitely wasn't slamming the desk because I was glad that one of your friends called and I don't have to talk to you for 20 minutes. Because <laughs> that's definitely not it. Right? I think I wasn't that convincing because whenever I thought the conversation with her friend was about to end, I started throwing topics in. Don't y'all want to talk about something like, um, uh, don't hang up on her yet. Um, shit, uh, uh, that's a new dress you bought. You bought a new dress. Did you talk about that new dress? You didn't talk about that new dress? Tell her about that new dress, girl. Talk about that for at least another hour. That's a, that's an hour of conversation. Tell her about the new dress. <laughs> Anything but talking to me. <laughs> You talk about that new dress, yeah, yeah. And if and if you get if the new dress is not good enough to talk about, uh, 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 tell about that girl, that lady that cut you off in traffic, and how much of an asshole that person was. That ought to be enough that you guys can talk enough long enough for me to be able to eat out of the house and go hang out with people I want to spend time with. <laughs> I shouldn't have said all that out loud. I should have just been a little more coy with it. I should have just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not getting any sex for about three days, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Familiarity breeds contempt, my friends. That's the way it is. You know? Everything that we get too much of, we don't respect it anymore. It, 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 relationships are that way. Even your friendships are that way. If you're with your friend too much, I have a friend that, you know, I used to see this guy every day. And then after a while, I was like, I, what do we got to talk about, brother? I didn't say that to him. But I wouldn't be around as much. I was just started to do other stuff. We're still cool. But I don't need to talk to your ass every day. I don't want to talk to a woman I'm having sex with. I don't want to talk to her every day. I have to because she's in the house with me. And when I was living with, the, with, with one of the ladies I lived with. But I don't want to talk to her every day either. But I had to. Because I wanted her naked. I don't mind talking when she's naked. Right? But that's the way it is, man. Think about your favorite food. My favorite, one of my favorite food, one of my favorite foods of all time is Peking chicken. Chinese food dish I used to get back in Philadelphia at a restaurant called Ho Sai Guy. I don't even know if that shit's still there. It's probably gone, long gone by now because I haven't been back to that place in 16,000 years. But it was a place that I remember because it was the best thing I had ever eaten in my damn life. Couldn't get enough of it. Then I realized I only ate it a couple of times a month. And you know how sometimes you like something, you binge on it. So one day, I, I, I just was back in Philadelphia, and I knew I was going to be there for a while. I went to a whole side guy every damn day. And I loved Peking chicken. Loved it. About a week and a half later, if you would have handed me some Peking chicken, I would have punched you in the throat. 
You want some Peking chicken? Excuse me. What did you hit me in the throat for? What did you? What did you just offer me some damn Peking chicken? Yes, I did. That's why I punched you in the throat. <laughs> right? Just imagine your favorite food. Imagine you like chocolate cake. You love it. Somebody made you eat that crap morning, noon, and night every day of the week for a month. You wouldn't look at chocolate cake the same way again. You got to put some distance between yourself. And even the things you like, you got to put some distance between yourself and the things you like. Right? Because if you don't, that familiarity is going to breed that contempt. And when that contempt kicks in, all of a sudden, you actually deny yourself of something that you actually liked in the first place. Because now the contempt is attached to it like a crap stain on a diaper. You can't get it out of there. You can't bleach it out. You got to throw it in the trash. Oh, man. Every time you see it. I got Peking chicken. Look at that Peking chicken. I used to love that stuff. Peking chicken sucks. Peking chicken the hell out of here. I'm not even going there. I'm not, I'm not even going to go to Peking, damn it. And every time I see a chicken, I'm kicking it. And that's what happens. That's how relationships fall apart. It used to be all gravy. It used to be all good stuff. It used to be fun to see a woman. It used to be, you couldn't wait to see her naked. You couldn't wait to spend time with her. And you take the sex out of the equation. You thought she was charming and interesting, fun and funny and smart. Had great ideas. You wanted to hear what her opinion of, of things were. You would make life decisions. You go, no, I respect her as a person. I'm going to find out what she thinks about it. And now all of a sudden it's like, you know what? I got to make a life decision. Whatever you do, don't tell her about it because she needs to shut the hell up. You start calling your husband something other than Bill. You start calling him douchebag and dickhead. All of a sudden, yeah, I'm dickhead's home. Don't you mean Bill? No, no, I don't. Because contempt has festered. Contempt has snuck into the game. Contempt has snuck in like a like a like a permanent marker on some expensive fabric. And it writes, I hate your guts right across the fabric and you can't wash it out. And you gotta keep wearing it. And people are going, Why you gotta hate your gut written across your across your chest and I am an asshole written across the back of your shirt? Shouldn't you wear another shirt? No, I've got to wear this shirt. Can't you bleach it out? No, I cannot bleach it out. And that's what your relationship becomes. Your relationship is permanently stained with I hate this asshole written all across it. And even though it's a wonderful outfit without that stain, the stain's there and you can't get it out. With your friends, the stain never gets there. They're never around you long enough for you to want to take that pen and write you're an asshole across the chest of this shirt that you can't wash. But when you're married, when you're a family, and they're there all the time and they don't know when to shut the hell up and they don't know that you need space and they don't need to know to leave you alone and they don't know how to calm down. That's when the stain shows up. And that's when the contempt shows up. And then you realize that that contempt was created by too much familiarity. And that's why familiarity does in fact breed contempt. And that's one of the reasons why my format's going to change. <laughs> Now, as of as of right now, I'm doing a Monday, Wednesday and Friday podcast. And what I'm going to do starting in June, which means the next podcast, which will be in June, because this is going to be the last one in May. Uh, I'm going to switch over to a weekly format, which means I'm going to do one podcast per week and it will be on Thursdays. It'll either be released late Wednesday night or early Thursday morning. 
um, because I figure it'd be better to just took, take all the stuff that I wanted to talk about and to put it in one longer podcast so I'm not annoying your asses with a bunch of podcasts during the course of the week. Now, no one has complained about it. Everyone has said I love the, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast uh, format. And I've asked some people, I said, you know what, um, how about I just do the same amount of stuff, but I'll, I'll put it into one podcast uh, one day a week and they were like okay look whatever you want to do and I said okay it would probably be a little better for me for my new schedule because I'm working on another project but I put these things together into one podcast that I release once a week and also I don't want to be annoying anybody <laughs> even though no one has complained so far so uh, this is going to be the last one of the short podcast that will be uh, of uh of the Monday, Wednesday, Friday variety from now on. Like I said, there will be one podcast, one S. Anthony Says podcast per week that will come out on Thursdays. And I'm hoping that everyone will be cool with that. Um, so that's what's going to happen from now on. So that's the end of this one. It's the end of the uh, three-day-a-week format. Um, everything else is going to be the same. still going to be the S. Anthony Says podcast. It's still going to be me. Uh, still going to be the same type of weirdness that I'm doing right now. It'll just be on one day per week. Um, same amount of content, <laughs> just in one, one piece. Okay, uh, so I just want to say thank you very much. Uh, in June, like I said, that's when it'll begin—the first Thursday in June. Um, I want to thank you guys very, very much for your support. Uh, the home base for the podcast is s anthony says dot podbean dot com. I am also on Stitcher, TuneIn, and iTunes. Yes, Anthony says podcast, or S. Anthony says is the way to go with that. That's what it's called. So that's how you look me up on each one of those. Um, sites and if you need to use the feed uh, just go to the S. Anthony says that podbean.com and the feeds there I think it says S. Anthony says that podbean.com forward slash feed I think that's what it is but to be safe go to the damn podcast and get the RSS feed there uh, much love to you all I will see you um, soon and the next time you hear my voice it will be for a longer period of time because it will all be in one podcast released on Thursdays much love to you all Check, follow me on Twitter at S. Anthony, at, at S. Anthony Says, or at, S, or at S. Anthony Thomas. Most likely, it'd be better to do the at S. Anthony, Tom, at S. Anthony Thomas, because that's the one I'm most uh, active on. Um, and the, home, and the um, Gmail is S. Anthony, the S. Anthony Says Podcast at gmail.com. I will see you later, my friends. Adios, amigos. Much love to you all. And S. Anthony, out.